0: It might be time to ask the question Do the Jets have a Zach Wilson problem? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Monday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you once again. Hope everyone is having a great start to their week. Hope everybody had a great weekend watching all of the football action. And you heard in the tease, a little therapy session for me here on the show today as we dive into the Jets and potentially the Zach Wilson problem that they currently have. But before we dive into that, got to tell you about our friends over at Online. Basketball is back and Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest options odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long they're always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events whether that's the nfl nba nhl mma tennis boxing or even golf just head on over to betonline.ag to join and you're going to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit just make sure you use our promo code believe that's b l e a v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts And I said it was going to be a little bit of a therapy session. We'll try not to wade too much into those waters of me ranting and raving at you here over the course of the show. And for those who know me and for those who know how deep my Jets fandom runs, how deep my support of Zach Wilson runs, this podcast. This episode might be a little bit of of a surprise to you. You might feel as if this is me waving the white flag, jumping off the ship and saying it's over. Zach Wilson, the Jets got to move on. They have to find another quarterback. They do not have their answer at uh, the franchise quarterback spot. And I don't know if if those things are true. I'm still trying to figure this out as we go. I will tell you this. What happened yesterday against the New England Patriots troubled me. And in order to understand why it troubled me, you have to understand probably the process of how we got here. And I think it's important to note, for those who maybe don't watch the Jets on a regular basis, need to understand. In year one for Zach, things were not good in the first half of the year. He looked like a number two overall pick that needed a lot of work, needed a lot of reps, needed to really work through some things. And I think after he came back from uh, the first knee injury that he had, he was a very different quarterback. And you saw him, I think, have a better understanding of things. He was making more timing throws. His touch on the short stuff was a lot better. It was a big problem that plagued him in the first half of his rookie season. And so entering year two, it was okay. That's the base. We're going to take another step in year two, and we're going to enter year three. And then you pair that with what was done in the offseason, We get C.J. Ozoma. We get Tyler Conklin. Things are added to this offense. And then in the draft, it's Garrett Wilson. It's Brees Hall. This is a very different offense than it was a year ago. We now have the supporting cast to go with... Uh, Zach Wilson. You don't don't need me to go through the laundry list of injuries at the offensive line position. That obviously has been a concern. Uh, I think those have been well documented at this point. And then Zach's knee injury really changed the the way that this season was going to go. He wasn't going to be able to play the first four games of the season, and so now you circle that Pittsburgh game and you say, okay, here we go. Can Zach come back and pick up right where he left off? Well, he picked up in that game against Pittsburgh led the team on two very important touchdown drives that everyone went whoa this kid coming back from a knee injury in a must win game gets this team back on track this is this is very good and then the next three games saw the roller coaster of emotions if you're a jets fan saw the roller coaster of emotions if you're a football fan because while the jets were winning while the jets rattled off three more wins to go on a four game winning streak and they did so against Miami against Green Bay against Denver Zach Wilson wasn't the driving force behind those victories. He was not the guy that was getting it done. They were running the ball incredibly well. Brees Hall was a massive uh, factor in those games. And then Brees Hall gets hurt in the Denver game, and you could very clearly feel that everything was going to change. I think it's very important to note here that when we have this conversation that I walked into this New England game this week, and I told friends, I told family, I told members of the TDN Premium Discord, I told members of the TDN staff that this game this week is the opportunity for Zach Wilson to answer all of the doubters, to answer all of the critics. Because while there were critics, while there were doubters, even during the four-game win streak when he came back from the injury, there was always the, well, they're still winning. He is still getting better. Allow it to develop. And then Brees Hall gets hurt. Elijah Vera Tucker gets hurt. There's obviously the Elijah Moore drama that still hangs over this team and it's still hanging in the background. There is a lot of other stuff that is going on outside of Zach Wilson. And so entering this game where you're now just getting Elijah Moore back after he's had out the Denver game, you don't have Brees Hall, you don't have Elijah Tucker. here is an opportunity for Zach Wilson to take the ball and say, I'm the guy. You want to put the game on my shoulders? I'm going to get it done. You need me to make those big throws in the second half. You need me to make those big plays when we need them the most in order for us to win the football game. I got it. This was the golden ticket for Zach Wilson to answer all of those questions because it was going to be on him yesterday. It was going to be his responsibility. They didn't have Brees Hall. Yeah, they trade for James Robinson, but they are a different team without Elijah Vera Tucker, who was potentially their best player on offense, and Brees Hall, who was going to probably run away with Offensive Rookie of the Year with the impact that he was having. You don't have those two pieces. Okay, we can still try to run the ball with Michael Carter and James Robinson, but Zach, it's now time. You've been back for four weeks. It's time for you to sling it. And, uh, you know, in fairness to Zach, career high in passing yards yesterday, tied a career high in touchdowns with two. But it is the three interceptions and the process behind those interceptions that have me starting to sway into that I'm worried that the Jets don't have a long-term answer at quarterback. The first interception is the definition of poor mechanics. Backing up off his back foot, launching from a, a, a terrible platform, and he airmails his receiver for a pick. The second interception is Zach Wilson being Zach Wilson. He's able to use his escape artist ability to extend a play, roll outside, and then doesn't run. And this is a thing that I think is very important to talk about is there there is seemingly an unwillingness from Zach Wilson or he's being coached to not do this. He's not taking off down the field when there's maybe an opportunity to do so. And he's staying in the pocket and he's trying to throw the ball away and he's trying to just live live to fight another down. He's talked about how frustrating that has been, that he doesn't like having to constantly throw the ball away. Now, he hasn't said it's because he doesn't have the ability to run, but I'm starting to wonder if he doesn't have the ability to take off because, again, the knee injury that he suffered in the preseason is him rolling out to his right, scrambling up the field, trying to make a play and has a non-con- non-contact non injury in the middle of the field. So I wonder if they've toned him back and say, hey, when you roll outside the pocket, you can escape, make a play, but we got to get rid of that ball. we got to throw the ball away. And you saw it a couple times. You saw it in the first half on the, I believe it was the first field goal that they, they threw, rolled out to his left, did a little Houdini act, and then just threw the ball to the back of the end zone. So he does do it. He did it in the Denver game. He did it all throughout that stretch where he hadn't turned the ball over. And I have a lot of questions about what he's being asked to do what he's not getting. We don't know. We're not in that room. And I think that's the part that is is so scary and so frustrating is we don't know what exactly it is that is going on here. Then you have the third interception, which is I'm still, I've watched it about four times. I watched it once during the game and I watched it a couple times this morning. I have an audience that can that can confirm that I was watching it this morning. And I still can't figure out what Zach was trying to do because he tries to escape. And then if he's trying to throw the ball away, throws it into the middle of the field. If he's trying to hit his receiver up the right sideline. He misses him by about 10 yards and just overthrows him. Just a bad decision. And and the bad decision-making and the bad processing is, I think, the thing that allows us to be so uh, frustrated about the way that this is going. And you have to potentially ask the question of, is it something that he's not getting? Is it that there isn't trust in the coaching staff of him? Is it a combination of both? Is it that they're not allowing him to play the way that he wants to play in terms of running around and being able to make plays. There's a lot of questions, and I think as a fan, when you don't know the answers to that question, the door to uncertainty and the door to the unknown present themselves, and you can start to entertain different theories. And Mike White being activated for that game for the first time all season since that came back was a little bit of a surprise, right? And I think that took some people uh, by off guard Robert Sala after the game saying hey we just want to make sure that Mike is ready in case of, of Zach being being injured well that's a little weird because you hadn't done it the entire time and I maybe you want to get him reps with the twos but the, if the timing on this feels really weird and again that uncertainty that unknown is I think the place that I stand here today because there are still five or six throws that you will see in the game that go man that's why Zach Wilson was the number two overall pick that's why the Jets believe in him so much and it's tough because I I was at the Sunday Night football game last night with Kyle, with Joe of draft dudes, and you watch Josh Allen, you watch Aaron Rodgers play football, and I know Aaron didn't play particularly well until the second half when they started throwing the ball, and Josh had an uncharacteristic game where he threw two picks, but you just watch the respect that those guys get. You watch the the sense in the building, and I think that was my biggest takeaway is I'm sitting in the building amongst Bears fans, and there's just this confidence, there is this, this poise of Josh has got it. When he drops back, he's going to make the right decision. He's going to make the right throw. And oh, if it's not there, by the way, you have to try to account for him in the running game, being able to scramble. There's just this confidence. There's this relief among the building of every time Josh Allen takes a snapback, it could be a play for a touchdown. That is the confidence that they have in their franchise quarterback because of how electric he is. Now, again, it is very difficult to find a Josh Allen. It is very difficult to find a Patrick Mahomes. It is very difficult to find your franchise quarterback. But for Jets fans, they thought this was their guy. They thought that this was going to be their answer. And so far through two seasons, through a season and a half, I think it's like 19 or 20 starts now for Zach. They are left asking more questions than answers. And I think the easy part for me would be if Zach was constantly just stinking up the joint and it was bad on bad on bad, week in and week out, it would be easy for me here to sit here on this podcast and say, not that the Jets might have a Zach Wilson problem, the Jets do have a Zach Wilson problem. And I'd get Keith Sanchez, who wrote the mock this week on the show, and I'd be like, Keith, you didn't draft a quarterback for the Jets, we got to have this conversation. I would be talking amongst my friends, these are the quarterbacks we need to scout. These are the guys that would fix the problem. That would be the conversation. But it's not because there's just that little bit of doubt that creeps in of man, he, he, he makes a couple of those plays every game he makes those throws. He dropped one in the bucket to Tyler Conklin in between two defenders. It was beautiful. The touchdown pass to Tyler Conklin was a, it was a ball that he put in literally the perfect spot for Tyler Conklin to make a play on the ball and score the touchdown. He hit Garrett Wilson on a deep play early in the game. There are plays that I can pick out in every game. That's that show you why he was the number two overall pick yet. It's the three interceptions. It's the continuous bad process that opened the door for me to say that the Jets might have a Zach Wilson problem. And I, I don't want it to come off as sour grapes. They are still 5-3. and three. They are beyond my wildest expectations. But when when trying to profile a team long-term, and long-term I don't mean just the next three to five seasons. Long-term I mean beyond the next three to five games. I'm talking about this team potentially staying in the mix for an AFC playoff spot. I'm talking about this team being able to compete and grow and build on what they did this year. Into next season and the year after that, and start to open what all the teams strive for is that Super Bowl window. I'm not saying the Jets have that Super Bowl window now, I'm not saying they're going to have it next season, but you want to at some point open that window where you think everything is trending in the right direction at the same time. And right now, they are not trending in the right direction with everything at the same time because they have quarterback play that is questionable at best. And where they go from here, I don't know. They got the Bills next week, so it's not as if it's going to all of a sudden get easier. They then get a bye, and then they get the Patriots out of the bye. And the second half of the season schedule after the bye was always looked at as easier than the first half of the Jets. They had the gauntlet of the AFC North, the Broncos before the Broncos were what the Broncos were, and then the Bills and the Pats ahead of the bye. So there's a lot that was stacked in the front of the schedule that had some people concerned. And hopefully this is not just the ramblings of a madman. There are still some thoughts that I am trying to collect here As I do this podcast, because again, the question that I posed at the beginning of the show is the Jets might have a Zach Wilson problem. And for me, getting to that point where I am willing to admit that that might be the case is a stark difference from where I was not just last week, not just the week before that, but from the beginning of this process. If there's one thing about me that anybody that is on the TDN staff can tell you is I have been a supporter of Zach Wilson. I have been a defender of Zach Wilson. I have constantly said, this has been a problem. Uh, offensive line play is not there. Uh, the weaponry in his first season wasn't great. He's fine. They're finding ways to win. It wasn't all that bad. He's not turning the ball over. I can see the progress, and I can point to specific games. The Tampa Bay game last year, in which they lost. They just lost that game, I thought it was his best game of his rookie season. I thought that was the game where he put together the the most complete package of that's the guy that's the number two pick. And so I've been doing this for a while. I've been on the other side of this coin. So now that we have flipped pages, there's not a lot of material for me to go off of because I'm entering new ground here. I'm entering new territory when having this conversation. And so I think the best place to, to finish up this thought and to finish up this show here about if the Jets have a Zach Wilson problem is to look ahead. What can be done? What can change that from might to they do have a problem or they don't have a problem. And I think the ultimate thing that Zach Wilson gets is he gets time. He gets the opportunity to finish this season out. Now, you can wade me into the conspiracy theories of Mike White's all of a sudden active and the bye week is coming up and they might they might want to make a change because they don't want to let the season go down the toilet. I, I You wouldn't be wrong for thinking that because don't worry, the thought crossed my mind yesterday when I had some time to digest all of the information that we had. So you wouldn't be at fault here for thinking that. But what I want to make sure, if I'm a Jets fan, and this can apply to anybody that has a young quarterback, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan with Trevor Lawrence, if you're a Bears fan with Justin Fields, the thing that you absolutely need to feel the the conviction of all convictions about is that you gave your quarterback every chance in the world to succeed or fail on his own. Yeah, you gave him the support system, but at the end of the day, he's the one that gets to write write the story. He's the one that gets to answer the question of, did he succeed or did he fail? And trust me, the biggest thing about Sam Darnold's tenure in in New York was even after three years, there were fans saying they didn't give Sam a fair shot. They didn't give Sam the tools to succeed. They didn't support Sam the way that he needed to be supported. And I don't think you can say any of those things about Zach Wilson. So if at the end of this season, if over the remaining nine games that the Jets are going to play, if the Jets do not succeed, if the Jets take a 5-2 and two start and they miss the playoffs or they don't necessarily get as many wins as people anticipate the remainder of the way, and it is because of Zach Wilson, it is because he cannot make that leap, because guess what? It's not going to get any easier. Elijah is not coming back. Brees Hall's not coming back. This game, this offense is going to shift more towards Zach Wilson has to win games for the Jets. It cannot be just as Zach can't lose us games. No, we are now going to enter the territory of Zach has to win the New York Jets football games. So at the end of the season, Zach Wilson is going to answer the question of should he be the starting quarterback? Should he be the franchise quarterback for the New York Jets moving forward? And I think now as we enter this next stretch of nine games, at least for me, entertaining the idea that Zach's not the answer, every game is going to be an important heartbeat for him to be able to show that there's progress, that there is something that you can hang your hat on of, we're going to come back in year three. And it's a weird place to be because the last thing you want is to make the decision at the end of the season, we're moving on, and he goes someplace else and he's able to figure it out. But but by the time year two, two finishes up, you should have an answer. You should know. You should have a pretty good idea if you have a franchise quarterback. Not everybody's Josh Allen. We need to stop using that as a comparison for for these young quarterbacks. They either sink or swim pretty early on. It's very rare to find a Josh Allen who in year three and year four takes that big leap after not playing very well those first two seasons. That is the rarity. That is the exception to the rule. It is not the new rule. And so for Zach Wilson and the New York Jets, there are nine more games. Nine more games to be able to answer that question. And we went. We came into that season still asking the question, and I think everybody got caught up, myself included, into the wins of into the wins of the season, the four game winning streak, the electric start for the defense, the taken receipts, beating the Dolphins, winning some divisional games, and maybe it's a loss to the Patriots and losing 13 in a row that has me in this kind of mood. Maybe I, I, I will admit that. But as we sit here today, October 31st, by the way, hope everyone's having a great Halloween. There are nine games left for Zach to be able to answer that question. And if there's one place of trust and faith that I will have, it is in Joe Douglas and this front office to be able to answer that question because they are the ones that made the decision to pick Zach. And they're the ones that are going to have to deal with the repercussions of saying after year two, this isn't our guy. We got to make a change. And so I, I we kind of talked in circles. We kind of went in a big circle to get back to there are still nine games to be played. There's still time to be able to figure this out. But I'm willing to entertain that after this game against New England, where he threw three terrible interceptions, and the processing and the decision-making was very bad, and it is is the the reason they lost that game yesterday. They lost against the New England Patriots because of Zach Wilson. That cannot happen moving forward. And yeah, you're playing the Bills next week, and yeah, it's going to be tough. But Zach has to show his ability to rebound. Zach has to show his ability to have a short-term memory, wipe the slate clean, and start over, because he has nine games to be able to make a big leap because in, the, in those first four games that he came back, there was not a big leap. There was still a, a guy that looked like a rookie quarterback that was still making some mistakes. And in the Denver game, the last win that they had, and this New England game, it has started to look like a regression back towards the rawness that he had coming out of college. So we will see where they go from here. I think the, the biggest takeaway that I have is there needs to be an entertainment, and it's coming from me, and I think a lot of Jets fans are getting this way as well. There is an entertainment of Zach Wilson not being the answer after him getting a lot of grace through one and a half full years in the NFL. And we will see where they go from here. He has nine games to change that narrative, and I am still going to support Zach. I still believe Zach should be the starting quarterback. I believe Zach has all the skills and tools in the world to be able to change this story and to end this season in a different place. And I would love to be able to come back at the end of the season and say, hey, remember that podcast I did on October 31st? Boy, was that a cold cold takes exposed. Boy was that boy was that dumb. Boy was it was it dumb to question Zach in the moment. But here we are on October 31st doing exactly that. I am questioning whether or not the Jets have to completely hit the reset button at the quarterback position and all of the possibilities that get entertained once you do that. Hopefully I sounded rational. Hopefully it was that was not too overreactionary to just one loss to the Patriots, but boy do I hate losing to the Patriots, I'll be honest with everybody. I don't like it. It's not a good time. But because of Zach Wilson's performance, I felt that that needed to be the topic of today's show because it has been sitting with me from the moment the game was over. Even when I was at Buffalo Green Bay with, uh, with Kyle, with Joe, with the draft dudes, with TDM, it was just, I couldn't get it out of my brain of, man, for the first time in my entire support of Zach Wilson, I'm starting to waver. I'm starting to question whether or not I've been on the wrong side of this the whole time. So nine games left for Zach to, to figure it out, and we will see if Zach can answer those questions or if the Jets need to go back to the drawing board and ask some questions of their own. That is going to do it for the Monday edition of the podcast. We'll have a mock draft to react to tomorrow. Keith Sanchez had the mock duties. We will dive into that on the Tuesday edition of the pod. Thanks, as always, to Online for their continued support of the show. Hope everybody has a great Monday and has a safe Halloween. I will talk to everybody tomorrow.